Blog Talk Radio. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hey. Live from the Larry King Memorial Studios, high atop IWS World Media Entertainment Headquarters, it's IWS Radio. Featuring Jamie Maple Leaf and IWS players, with special guest star, Schmoo. And now, straight from the bar, your hosts, Matt Man and J-Man. Mwah. Cheers, greetings, and welcome to IWS Radio. This is the Matt Man coming to you live from the Palatial Digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. And sitting next to me, as always, a man who tips the waiters and waitresses merely by showing up to their restaurant, the J-Man, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Had a little technical difficulty this week on the intro. Jamie's intro for you must have been screened by NAFTA, NAFTA Commission, and found it (laughs) unsuitable. Anyway, actually, that was, you know, better than the one I had written, so, yeah, it works out great. Anyway, hola, and welcome, everybody. (laughs) This is J-Man coming to you live from my luxurious studios here at Redneck Love, Arkansas. How you doing, Matt? Not too bad, J-Man. The weather's yeah, a little crappy. It's unsettled, you know, showers and then sun and then showers and mm-hmm. then storms and sun and oh, just percolating yeah. with unpredictability today. And it has been for the last couple of days. Is the atmosphere a little juicy? It is juicy. It's moist. <laughs> the dew points are Saturated. screaming, baby. Yes. Yes. That's how we were last night. When I went to bed, it was like 61 degrees, and the dew point was 61. It's an outrage. Yeah. It's when you get fog. You can get fog at that at that juncture. Oh, yeah, we get our share of fog, all right. I bet you do. And uh, we seem to have had a little situation, if you could believe that. What's that? What's this now? uh, I think the the chat room has, uh, has gone downhill on us as uh, Bobby Kraft has been kicked out of the chat room, and he doesn't seem to be able to get back in. Oh, no. Bobby does. That's very unfortunate. Yeah, that's that's so unlike BTR. That's yeah, it is. As, as I told you, I had trouble even getting into the studio this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, terrible. Which did not so. sit well with me. Yeah, we still have a lot of guests showing <laughs> on mine. Of course, I haven't refreshed it. They we may did. all be gone. I don't. 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I would not refresh it. I'm just saying. I'm not going to touch not a damn refresh. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever want to do a podcast on BTR, once you get going, do not touch anything. Don't touch anything. That's right. Just talk. <laughs> and Bobby's now back, so we're good. How the heck are you, Matt? Yeah, I'm fine. You know, I'm kind of under pressure. I'm under the gun, Jay Man. Oh no. Oh yeah. Drive by Mike and side dish Debbie. Went to Tennessee this weekend, and I've been, you know, the big cheese, top dog, head honcho of the beer mine for the last few days. Conveniently located at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Road in Bagwan, Ohio. Hmm. So you're running the show, huh? Yeah, the stress has been over the top. But I think I'm doing all right. (laughs) Well, you know, just just do the best you can. That's all they could ever ask of you. I was alone Friday, and then uh, Bionic Bill, Billy the Kid, he showed up and relieved me at 6. Because, you know, my joints can't take that 10 to 9 followed by 11 to 9 on Saturday, J-Man. Not, not in this economy. <laughs> of course, I made the mistake of walking And, you know, and you're, no, you're, uh, you're getting to be about that age. Just saying. <laughs> God, I was probably at that age when I was 38. Everything, <laughs> the wall started crumbling down. <laughs> and then 15 years later, old genius Matt, after uh, an inch of rain that fell in 45 minutes, it cleared up. He decided to walk across the empty field where the hospital used to be, thinking it would have dried up in 45 minutes. <sighs> that was a mistake. Yeah. Was it a little muddy? Just a bit. <laughs> Just a bit. My Bobby. shoes weighed 10 pounds by the time I got home, J-Man. 10 pounds. <laughs> and then J-Man. Did you leave them outside? You didn't bring those uh, filthy well, muddy no. shoes inside, did you? Oh, no. If I left them outside, someone would have stole them. <laughs> <laughs> So I took them off and um, put them toe down, standing up on the windowsill. I should have taken a picture of that. <laughs> Had the fan blowing on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could put them in the microwave to dry them. I, I could have done that. And then Bill, Bionic Bill, said to me on Facebook, uh, you're not very bright. And I said, I was drunk on power because, you know, I have the key to the castle this week. <laughs> and then J-Man, you're not going to believe goes to your Ladies head. and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, things went swimmingly Friday between Billy Boy and I. <coughs> and uh, Saturday, got there about 10 to 11, unlocked the door to the beer mine, J-Man. And you're not going to believe what happened next. Oh, dear. After I walked in, here's what I heard. 
<laughs> I did it again, J-Man. The last time I set off the alarm was about three years ago when drive-by went to Tennessee, and I freaking did it again as he was in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Must have hit a wrong so, button Did you... And did you stop the police from showing up? Or did they come no, flying they into the parking up, lot? No, they shouldn't oh. show up. <laughs> well, the monitoring service, they call first to the to the beer mine, and then if there's a problem, they call the police. And the oh. monitoring service called about 30 seconds after the alarm went off. Said, this is so-and-so. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just a dumbass, and that's what I told them. I said, I. <laughs> now, do you have a code or something to give them? How do they know? I was that given for uh, that. You know. Oh, my God. Slow oh, down. Okay. Slow down. Then they asked me. I'm, just, I'm, what I'm, the just, I'm a question. They, they asked me <laughs> what our password was. They asked mm-hmm. me, what's your name and what's your password? And I gave it to him. And what is the password? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> Some people fall for it. <clears throat> oh, I know they do. Armadillo, that's what it is. Armadillo. Oh, okay. That's a good password because, you know, about 85% of the people in Bagwan probably can't spell armadillo. <laughs> taken care of, but then I couldn't quite remember how to reset the alarm when the uh, the alarm gets triggered. So I got a hold of the security company, because that was the monitoring company. They're aside from the security. Well, evidently crime doesn't happen on the weekends, so I couldn't get a hold of anyone at the uh, actual security place to tell me how to reset it. I was pretty close, but I couldn't get it quite right. So damn it, J Man, I had to call drive by. And oh. you know the alarm joke the alarm jokes I'm Humili- gonna hear for for two weeks. The humiliation of it all. Oh boy. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Very unfortunate. That we're I love that the hour. security company and the monitoring are separate. I I love the specialization. Of every company in America. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, we just install them and fix them. We contract out the monitoring. We don't want right. to do it all. Ooh. <clears throat> and I and I talked Probably. to a chick named Betsy. <laughs> Let me tell you, she was a nice, nice woman. Sexy mm-hmm. voice. So here's the Betsy at, I forget the name of the monitoring service. (laughs) And then, J-Man, the uh, old Friday's bag was $20 over. (laughs) This is followed, you know, 10 minutes after I set the alarm off. So, you know, my day is going Uh well. Having a banner day. (laughs) Yeah. 
Now, did, did you yeah. uh, did you just fix that so drive by doesn't notice that when he gets back? Oh no, I fixed it because I found it, and I just put oh. twenty bucks where it should have been somewhere else. Kind of a clerical error. Yeah. Well, you know, good administrative help is hard to find. It is. So, there was that. After that, you know, I calmed down and everything was fine. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. And you? How's it? How have your days been going this week? They okay? Yeah. I mean, not okay. a damn thing happening this week. Really? So seriously, I mean, I mean nothing. Nothing going nothing. on. Not, not, well, the only excitement we've had here is that uh, there have been numerous bear cub sightings around town. Really? Yes. Well, it's that time of year, you know, they come out of hibernation, the cubs come out, and mama sure. kicks them out of the of the nest, and they've got to go out and find their way in the world, and so they wander into town sometimes. Sure. And uh, so they're <clears throat> pretty much all in the same general area, people saying that they've seen bear cubs, and they call the police, and the police come by, and can't find them, although I really doubt the police are looking that hard for a bear. <laughs> They're probably <laughs> like, you know, I'll just drive by, look around, yeah. won't get out of the car. <laughs> Even though, which is terrible because someone took the time um, to call into the police to report wild bears in the area to set off this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's what happens when they try to a bear tries to break into a, somebody's car, or uh, house, or something. Yes. Yeah. So, so anyway, the police were warning people not to, you know, don't let your cats and dogs out at night. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. And don't feed them. Don't feed the wild bears. God no. Somebody will though. You just know they sure. will. Somebody will put food out for it. Oh, the poor little bear. I gotta make sure he eats. Hey, so cute. There's fine. He ate your neighbor's cat. <laughs> <laughs> People, it's a bear. I don't care how nice and cute they seem. <laughs> Smoop and I have a 17 year old yeah. cat. He's still a cat and he'll take a swipe at you, and his claws are still sharp. <laughs> Yep. So that's all we've got going for us here is we just we got a bear on the loose somewhere in town. Well, yeah, I mean, gosh, you ha you guys had storms and the tornado sirens didn't even go off. That's unusual. We, we had tor tornado yeah tornado sirens on Thursday night. We had oh you had did a, a wicked line of storms roll through. Yep, the sirens went off oh around nine o'clock or so Thursday night, but the the uh, tornado warning. They, there was nothing. It didn't actually produce a tornado. They just got a hook echo on radar. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was and uh, actually up around Diamond City. 
Yeah, it was up around Diamond City, so it, it was already past us here uh, in town. But for some reason, the sirens went off anyway. And the guy who set them off. So, and then we just had laughed and laughed. Oh yeah, yeah. The guy down there, at emergency services, working the night shift, didn't have anything else to do, so. Yeah, then, uh, you know, it stormed the rest of the night, but that was it. It's been fairly pleasant yeah. since then. Humid, but yeah. but pleasant. Oh, God, so, uh, it's humid here. Folks down at uh, Crawdad Days down on the uh, on the <laughs> banks of Lake Redneckville. Probably had a nice uh, day yesterday. Yeah. Got the carnival going. Yeah. The parking lot next to the junior high, which was my high school. Now it's the junior high. Goblins or something. Purple goblins. The golden, golden, Gold golden goblins. goblins. Oh yes. Excellent. And our friend uh, Gary Keenan in the chat room says, "Nope, nothing going on here unless you think loose wild bears and tornadoes count." Well, that's you know, <laughs> that's kind of, you know when you live in an area, even you live in Redneckville. You expect tornadoes and bears, so you know it's not you know a, a huge deal. People don't get too worked up over either of them. Right. <clears throat> Just like walking through Bagwan. Uh, My God, is that a mess factory? Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's four trucks from different lawn care services parked at the red light. Hmm. <laughs> That's always a good one. Or behind the check <laughs> cashing place. Uh-huh. Yes. And a big thank you to That's Bobcat. About it. Bobcat. I mean, with Bobcat tweeting us out on Twitter. Thank you, Bobcat. All right. That's nice. And, of course, the K-Man K- for joining in. Oh, J-Man, something pretty exciting happened to me this morning. What was that? I woke up to find that something that I tweeted last night was liked by the lovely Patricia Arquette. Oh, yeah. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, mm-hmm. Patricia Arquette. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. She didn't follow you, though? No, nah, she didn't follow She should have followed you. Yeah, she should have followed you. Yeah. Yeah, well. She was just hanging out on Twitter, searching for people tweeting about turkey. <laughs> yeah. She's probably falling asleep and her head fell down and hit the keyboard and accidentally liked it is what happened. Oh. Yeah. That or she was looking for people who enjoy a good turkey sandwich and saw yours and went, well, that's important too. <laughs> it is. I like a good turkey sandwich. And you're going to hear, ladies and gentlemen, I told her I recorded a 
phone call we made with the uh, Turkey Consulate down in Miami, and you're going to hear that later. Yes, you are. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. All right. That was a pretty slow week, I guess, for the most part. Yeah. Well, one other thing, J-Man. And you were here oh, when it okay. happened. Well, you weren't right here, but you and Jamie were in the know when it happened. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a uh, character here on the IWS radio show. And he's not really a character. He's a real human being. He's my mailman that we refer to uh-huh. as Angry Mailman. Uh, and he's also a, a customer at the beer mine, him and his lovely girlfriend Rhonda. He happened to show up during Yeah. He happened to show up during show prep on Thursday and it went exactly like this. Something like that. What the hell is this? Hold on. Oh, I bet I know what this is. Well, hello, sir. Hello, fifty two eleven ninety. 192. All right. <laughs> See ya. All right. <laughs> he didn't sound angry. He didn't sound angry at all. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Angry mailman. Yeah. Who who was laughing and joking and probably smiling. He was. And let me tell you, J Man. He and his lovely girlfriend, Rhonda, came through the drive-thru yesterday about a eh, quarter of six. <clears throat> and he said to me, as he was laughing, would you please get 5211-592's girlfriend a pack of Marlboro Light 100s? <laughs> there you go. Uh-huh. Excellent. Yeah. That was nice. I like an angry I like an angry mailman who uh is in on the joke. Yes. It works. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, we call him angry mailman and I do, because when it's hot out, you should see him walk around the bag wine complex. <laughs> with his piss helmet on and he's not happy. He's not a happy man. He's Trust stomp, me. Stomping mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carrying these magazines no one's going to read and these ads no one's going to use. Oh, boy. Could be worse. It could have been Mailman back in the day when they sent out the Sears catalogs. Woo! Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, that was brutal. (laughs) Jeez. What what did he uh, deliver? Did you guys get a package? Did you get something new? Did you get a new toy? I didn't get I didn't get squatch. Moop ordered some books. Oh, books. Less than exciting. She could get books free down at the library. Well, she you wanted to have a library. Yes, we have a. You library. do have a library, don't you? Yes. <laughs> it's also 
it's not only good for books, it's evidently a public restroom, too. So uh, It is. A place yeah. where the homeless folks hang out during the summer. Yeah. It's really hot. Yeah. And in the winter when it's really cold. Yep. Oh, Go down there and read the newspaper. Yeah. She had to have special books, J-Man. Yeah. Well, you know, the J-Mom used to uh, get a bunch of stuff from the library, but the J-Mom is very allergic to cats, and a lot of readers sit there in their comfy chair with their book and their cat laying over the book, you know, cat hair on it, and she has allergic reactions. It's really kind of weird and unfortunate. All right, then. Well, I guess we can move along and uh, nothing else to do at this point. We can do this, Matt. Who is in the IWS chat room? Brought to you by Heavenly Senses. We invite you to discover our line of home fragrances from around the world. Fill your home with our unique and delightful aromas and make your home a heavenly palace. Visit heavenly-senses.com today. I'd like to visit her heavenly palace. Oh boy, oh, do yeah. I think what? Oh, stop it, stop it, stop it. Yeah. <clears throat> so we family are, show. have a bit of a crowd, a bit of a crowd forming here in the chat room this week. I see that. We have, uh, and uh, of course, you, you know, first off, we want to give a shout out to all the uh, our folks, our vast and diverse worldwide audience listening, and on their mobile devices, their iPhones, iPads, Androids, what have you. Yep. You are uh, an an indispensable part of the IWS family, and we thank exactly. you for listening. Yes. And uh, we got a bunch of guests in the chat room. Yeah. Guests, of course are uh, also indispensable but non-participatory non-participat- <laughs> in, in the chat room. <laughs> because guests aren't allowed to chat. Only Thank you for that. certain people can chat. Uh-huh. No problem. <laughs> And it would be great if guests could chat because they could liven up the chat room a little bit more, you know, and do a little back and forth with folks, a little interaction. Oh, heck yeah. They probably wish, talk they, to, probably wish they could. Talk to the gay man, Jamie, bum one. <laughs> be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Do- there is a way they could do it. They could, Matt. They can well, do it. They can do it. How the All hell you have to do, do if you'd if you'd like to participate in the chat room, all you have to do is go to blogtalkradio.com and register. It is free, fast, and easy, just like your host. Yes. <laughs> and if you act today, we'll even let you sign in through Facebook and Twitter. Is mm-hmm. that right, K-Man? Facebook. They can sign in through K-Man or through uh, 
Okay. Yeah, we want to know for sure. And then, of course, so let us know. And uh, if you do that, you could then, of course, share the show with all your friends and frenemies out there, and yep, and all that good stuff. And, and then you can even you do hate. your own show. What the heck? Sure. What the heck? Yeah. Do your own show, and we'll uh, we'll promote the hell out of your show for you. And or we'll just call in and ruin it when you do your <laughs> show. It could go either way. <laughs> uh-huh. well, so who's all in the chat room? The people. Yeah. Well, the people who are registered with Block Talk Radio begins with our senior domestic correspondent, Mr. Bobby Kraft. Yeah. Is here. Thank you, Bobby, for showing up this week. Thank you, Bobby. You will be here. Yeah, you'll be hearing. You'll be hearing from Bobby here in a little while. He's uh, he's got I thoughts. Know. Thoughts. I'm sure he does. <laughs> also in the chat room, of course, hanging out, part of the uh, IWS staff. Our senior foreign correspondent, Guy on your dick, is here. Sure. Probably. Well, he's. I mean, he's yeah, he's, he's here in spirit. <laughs> yeah, if he's not not passed out in a Brussels bathhouse. Mhm. And uh also in the chat room from bombwinebob.com. Podcast every week and check out other uh fascinating bombwine world activities. Bumming with Bobcat. B U M W I N E B O B C A T Meow. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, Bobcat. Yeah. And as we mentioned a little while ago, our good friend Gary Keenan is here. In the chat room, hanging out. He's Live a from... K-Man. There you go. <laughs> Live from there you Georgia. Go, Gary. There you... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Live there from Georgia. the red clay of Georgia. That's right. He he knows all about living in Redneckville, he says. Yeah. Well, probably so. It's probably pretty similar. And let's see who else is here. Oh, once again, the mysterious Jaded is me is here once again. And Jaded, you have to send J or I a message to let us know who the hell you are. But in the meantime... Do you have to leave me jaded? Uh-huh. And you especially need most, to send us a message. Yeah, that's the most eclectic and or, intro we do. <laughs> that is. And you especially <laughs> need to send us a message if you look and or sing like Dolores O'Riordan. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Or if you've ever, you know, hauled off and smacked an airline employee. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> because we like a chick with spunk. No, <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> and uh, also here in the chat room, speaking of spunk, type of spunk. <laughs> You're quietly refusing to talk to us again. Uh-huh. Our good friend CM is here. Miss Silent Spunk. This is CM. This is CM. That's the creepiest intro we do here. <laughs> yeah. We have one eclectic one and one creepy one. <laughs> and, of course, Matt, there's one more person with us here in the chat room this week. One really? more. Last, but absolutely positively not least, number 13. Number 13 on your scorecard Number one in your heart, our Canadian Bureau Chief, Miss Jamie Maple Leaf. Jamie Maple Leaf, breeze and naked neath the sheets. certain requirement when it comes to my waiters. I like them to be well endowed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then. That's interesting. God, she can be such a floozy sometimes. All right. All right. So welcome everybody. And yes, uh, thanks. before things get Listen. too out of hand before things get too out of hand here, man, I did have a couple of shout outs. Oh, okay. For us. And uh we wanted to uh send a shout out to our friends and colleagues, uh Mike and Mike in the morning on ESPN. Uh they announced this yes. week that they are ending their seventeen year run. Yeah. On the Mike and Mike show. That is amazing. That's a heck of a run in this business. Yes, it is. <laughs> yep, and uh, it will end sometime this fall. And Mike Greenberg will then uh, host a morning show on ESPN from uh, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time or 7 to 10. I don't remember. Anyway, it'll be kind of a uh, sports, uh, uh, sports Good Morning America type show, I guess. Sports well, entertainment rather than news and entertainment. Yeah. Why not? And it'll be every. That. It'll be every bit as bland as Mike Greenberg has ever been. <laughs> Don't you worry. Yeah. 
And go look and at Lorraine be joined by. Yeah, and Hayden Retentive. <laughs> and then uh, Golick will be joined by Trey Wingo on the Trey and Mike, or Wingo and Golick, or Wingo and Mike, <laughs> or Trey and Mike, or <laughs> whatever show. Whatever. <laughs> on the radio. Yeah. Hmm. Very unfortunate. Yeah. So. And I don't think Mike Golick is particularly happy, but I don't know. Why? Because, I mean, it's not like, I mean, that show was, you know, I mean, he's not exactly, you know, brilliant or anything. You know, back off, mister. I like Golick. He's from Ohio, you know. Albeit yeah. Cleveland, Notre which I have. Yeah, and he went to Notre Dame. and Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but, uh, I, you know, I mean, his one of his sons, on Twitter the other day, taking shots at ESPN, but and I, maybe maybe they didn't handle it all that great, you know. I mean, you know, everybody's known for a while this was going to happen, and then they make the announcement, but yet the show continues for another three or four months or whatever. But you know, yeah, I don't think Golik has too much to complain about. Seventeen years, he's got a you know a great gig with ESPN. They gave his son. A ESPN radio job right out of college, which he wouldn't have got if his dad wasn't there, probably. So, mm-hmm. right, you know, kind of like Megan McCain. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh boy, the, the former the dude from Utah. Member. There's a Mensa member right there, <laughs> Megan McCain, uh-huh. Mensa member. Oh boy. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, Jenna Hager Bush and. Yeah, uh, that yeah, the dude who was who was governor of Utah and then ran for president, and his hot daughter got the gig on MSNBC. <laughs> you remember? I don't remember her name anymore. She went to Fox, and I think she just kind of disappeared. Who? Abby Huntsman. Abby Huntsman. That's who I'm talking about. Yes. Oh God, no! She's on Fox and Friends Weekend. Those legs and those lips are still there. Okay, then. Yeah, those legs and those big, luscious lips spewing out the lies and the propaganda. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the last time I interacted with her on any level was she was on Twitter ranting about Donald Trump last summer, and I tweeted her, and I said, oh, please, you'll fall right into line like everybody else. Oh, and she has. It's disgusting. She's not like her father, who is fairly thoughtful. Yep. Has a little integrity. Speaking of people with little integrity, we also need to give a shout out to our colleague, not friend, just colleague, Mr. Bob Beckel, who has been fired by Fox News again. Again. What was the this reason time this time, J-Man? <laughs> well, apparently he said something to an African-American employee at Fox, and HR chucked him on the spot. Dismissed him. So, which is just, just so unlikely to say something. Yeah, like he didn't want a racist. black person <laughs> fixing his computer or something. 
which, you know, I guess qualifies him for a job in the Trump administration. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. I thought he was and, selling well, the drugs in the booth. Matt, drum roll, please. Yeah. In the chat room, Gary Keenan says, stand by for a big announcement in the coming week regarding K-Man and the Bulgarian Babe Show. Oh, my God. I was I was going to bring that up when we first saw him in the uh, chat room. I hope they get back to uh, podcasting. All righty, then. That'd be fantastic. Or maybe that's not the announcement. Maybe he got Bulgarian Babe pregnant. That would be even... Huge. <laughs> that would that would be that would be really big news. Oh, did you see that the picture she posted this week, Matt? Did you see the yeah, the, I the yeah. picture she oh boy. Oh boy, I liked the hell out of that picture. <laughs> <laughs> did you like that? There there ought to be a like the hell out of it button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should be able to do multiple emojis on your on your little reactions, you know, like the heart. Uh-huh. The uh, face, the like, and the uh, you know the excited face. <laughs> or they could have a boner. They could have a boner thing that you could. Hit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Not that we think yep. about Bulgarian so, babe like no, 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 no. All respectful. So anyway, <laughs> no, no, no. We we have nothing but respect for the Bulgarian babe. Yeah, not so much for K man, but for. The Bulgarian <laughs> And so that was the witty banter portion of the show, which we were <laughs> well ahead of schedule. Now we're well behind. Anyway, I know. <laughs> do we have a state sponsor? Thanks a lot, <laughs> the K-Man. Portion of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, we do, J-Man. <laughs> The witty sponsor, or uh, the sponsor for today's uh, witty banner of the week is uh, none other than the great state of Illinois. Oh, the People's Republic of Illinois. Hang on to your britches, boys and girls. It's time for an IWS Radio Super Happy Fun Fact. Oh, and I got a few of them. Ladies and gentlemen, Illinois, the land of Lincoln, entered into the Union on December 3rd, 1818, as our 21st state. And did you know that the world's largest, that was nice, Jay, the world's largest (laughs) bottle of ketchup exists in Collinsville, Illinois, And ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) well, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll get back to Collinsville, Illinois, later in the show. But go ahead, J-Man. Did you have a question? (laughs) How big is the bottle of ketchup? (laughs) I forget how big it is. It's like a water tower. It's a monument from Brooks Ketchup Company in Collinsville, Illinois. It's water tower size. Never heard of them. Yeah. Never heard of them. Yeah. 
They probably, they probably make that generic ketchup. You get it, Aldi. Yeah. Well, I guess the company is out of business, but people thwarted it in 1995, I believe. And big tourist site. Tourist to see the, Yeah. <laughs> the large bottle of ketchup. Did you know, ladies and gentlemen, that the first state to ratify the 13th Amendment abolishing slavery was Illinois. Wow. What do you have to lose? (laughs) That's what the legislature of Illinois said. (laughs) Did you know, ladies and gentlemen, that the ice cream sundae was born in 1890 in Evanston, Illinois. Hi, Caramba. Yeah, well, not so fast, my friends. Not so fast. Twin Rivers, Wisconsin, and Buffalo, New York. Say, nah, baby, nah. We both had that before then. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yes. A little controversy. Yeah, you know how these things go. Oh, we're the first hamburger, we're the first hot dog, blah, blah, blah. Every city First makes a claim those. to those things. Yeah. Yeah. However, you can't argue with this, J-Man. The largest bakery in the world is located in Chicago, the Nabisco Factory, 1.8 million square feet. Oh, my God! <laughs> That's a lot of yeast right there. Whoo! And another thing you can't argue with Do you like Twinkies, J-Man? Who doesn't like a Twinkie? Who who doesn't love Twinkies? (laughs) Twinkies were invented And first put out on April 6, 1930 In River Forest, Illinois you like that? You like that? Who doesn't? As we said, who doesn't like a yeah. Twinkie? It's and the first Twinkie ever. Cream. Yeah, and the first Twinkie ever produced uh, is still edible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably is. And it has a half-life of uh, 3,485 years. Damn <laughs> The first farm farm silo ever built and I like to say this, erected was in eighteen seventy three in Spring Grove, Illinois. Get out Well, there was a pause there. I didn't know if I found that fascinating. <laughs> Here we go. Elsie Seeger. Do you know that name, Elsie Seeger, J-Man? Yes. Oh, you do? I would think most people Yeah, wouldn't. go ahead. Elsie Seeger was born in Chester, Illinois, and he's the one who created the Popeye cartoons. Mm-hmm. Oh, great Odin's Raven! 
Jesus. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't know who he was. Okay. I know you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's been like ten years, Jamie, and I know you were kidding. What? <laughs> anyway, one last fact about the great state of Illinois, the land of Lincoln, also known as the Prairie State, of course. But speaking of Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln's first public office was as postmaster of Salem, Illinois. Shazam! Yes. And I just dropped the notepad and walked away. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've done I've been to all the the Lincoln stuff in uh Springfield, Illinois. Yes. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah. The rest the rest of the state's garbage, but yeah, <laughs> that stuff, that area is pretty nice. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, the first color so, TV <laughs> station that broadcast in color was in Illinois. I forget what it was, I didn't write it down. That's one that didn't make the list. Okay. Oh, you got to be kidding me! <laughs> I, I don't I another, kid about I color sound. TV. <laughs> well, of course, Matt, Illinois being a big state, lots of people, Chicago, big city. There are obviously lots and lots of options for a little Illinois music. No, sure. But I wanted to go. I wanted I wanted greatness. You know, lots of I mean there was, you know Cheap Trick. There was the band Chicago, sure. there was, you know uh Allison Krauss. How you doing, my baby? I went with the granddaddy of music from Illinois, Illinois. One Mr. Burl Ives. Oh, the buzzing of the bees and the cigarette trees The soda water fountain Where the lemonade springs and the bluebird sings In that big rock candy mountain On a summer's day in the month of May A burly bum come a-hiking Down a shady lane near the sugar cane He was looking for his liking As he strolled along he sung a song of the land of milk and honey Where a bum can stay for many a day And he won't need any money Oh, 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 The buzzing of the bees and the cigarette trees The soda water fountain where the lemonade springs and the bluebird sings in that big rock candy mountain. I like that. Betcha. Love it. Yep. Love old Burl. I like Burl Eyes. Oh my God. Such a pleasant man, folksing kind of guy. And he was mm-hmm. just a wretch. What was it? Cat, in the hot, <laughs> cat on the hot tin roof? Oh. <laughs> big Daddy. Oh, he was a mean mother. Shut your mouth. That's right. Yep, he was Big Daddy. Yep. Paul Newman and Liz Taylor. That's good. That's a good movie. 
Anyway, yeah, Hunt City, Illinois. Burl Ives, the late great Burl Ives. Yep. And we can say that. With... So. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be actually be right about it. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> so, yeah. uh, I mentioned earlier, Matt, it's uh, Crawdad Days. Yeah, I know. In Redneckville. Yep. And uh, along with Crawdad Days is uh, another uh, very special event that takes really? place here in the uh, the wilds of uh, of North Central Arkansas, mm-hmm. and that is the Tour de Hills bike race. Yeah, I've heard about this. <clears throat> and uh, a few years ago, our very own Dixie Ozark uh, reported on the inaugural Tour de Hills. And oh, I'm sure it works yeah. pretty much the same. So sure. why don't we take a little trip down memory lane? A little IWS classic here with Dixie Ozark. Excellent. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Dixie Ozark here with a special report ripped from the headlines of the Redneckville Almost Daily Times. God's country was rockin' and rollin' last week as the Redneckville Parks and Tourism Department sponsored the Tour de Hills, a 58-mile bike race that features three major climbs and two thrilling descents. Competitors love the combination of beautiful scenery and welcoming fans. The course starts out innocently enough with some open countryside riding with only a couple of small hills and then weaves around the curves at the base of Gaither Mountain. Then everyone has to get after it so they can climb Gobbler Knob. From there, they get to experience a breathtaking view of the valley and Buffalo River flatlands below. But don't get mesmerized by the beauty, because you're about to go toe-to-toe with the beast. The last part of the course is affectionately called the Jasper Disaster, and they're not kidding, y'all. At this point, they go terracing down the backside of Gobbler Knob at breakneck speeds. Riders scream past the pot fields, then have to hang on tight as they make a hairpin turn around Miss Ellie's craft shop and still, and then take on the twin hills known as the Dolly Partons. Only one rider out of 171 entrants lost control this year when he took his eyes off the road to look at the scenery and went ass over tea kettle, resulting in only minor injuries to his ego. Once you've made your way over Dolly's mounds, you just give it all you got for one last high-speed burn down Orville Faubus Boulevard towards the finish line in downtown Jasper, Arkansas. Woo-wee! It's every bit as exciting as it sounds. This year's winner was... Uh, well, hell, the paper didn't tell us who won. We know it wasn't Lance Armstrong. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter because we're all winners during the Tour de Hills. Better get rested up, y'all. Because Tour de Hills means it's almost time for Crawdad Days down on the banks of Crooked Creek. Hope to see everyone there. For IWS Radio, this is Dixie Ozark. I'll see you next time if the Lord's willing and the creek don't rise. Hello, everyone. This is Tunech, a.k.a. Little Miss Sunshine, and you're listening to IWS Radio.
Hello, Jeanette. Ooh. Yeah. More than that, you're a little burpy today, J-Man. Huh. Well, I'll tell you what. This Sprite Zero will get to you. Oh, my God. How's that working out for you? How's the non-Pepsi thing going? I am. You know what? I'm good. What? I have not had. Really? I have not had Pepsi in three weeks. I am. I am good. I have not had any um, diet Pepsi or diet Coke in a week. So I have wow. not had a, a a soft drink with caffeine in it in a week, and I think wow. I've finally recovered from the uh, got through the and shit. You got through the delirium tremors. Yeah. <laughs> Made it through. Man, you're a new man. Oh, I know. I even bought a. I, I, I decided I wanted some uh, some chips this weekend to watch NBA and NHL playoffs, and I got gluten free corn chips. Oh my, oh my God, Jamie is right. She has mentioned this before. Within six weeks, you're going to become a vegan. It's like I don't even know you. Oh my God. <laughs> I won't be a vegan, but I'm telling you. I found a couple of good-looking vegetarian pasta dishes. Oh, God, stop it. Stop it. Oh, my God. God. Oh, God. I'll tell you what, Jay, man, we're close. Oh, i got to leave it there. We're close enough to the top of the hour. we got to do this. The music is atrocious. The lyrics are weak. Time for Jay and Matt's picks for worst song for the week. Hey! Hey! Got that for us, Matt. Oh, you want me to go first? Here's my bad song. As we, ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> as we're celebrating National Waiters and Waitress Day, a.k.a. National Waitstaff Day. I need a little uh, bad waitress song. So it wasn't a problem to pick this one out right off the start. Ladies and gentlemen, from the 80s, the waitresses. I know it's boys like, I know it's guys like, I know it's Yeah, 
That's highbrow songwriting right there, man. I dig the uh, the far out saxophone, but that's the only redeeming part of that song. <laughs> oh, that's and and actually, yeah, what what is an what is unfortunate is uh, the waitresses they do that Christmas rapping song, which is awesome, and but this song just is not good. No, no, not good at all. So it may have been uh, for my a, bad song. It may have been a uh, J-Man. Oh. It may have been a good song if uh, the chick singing it was hot. But well, well, <laughs> these things happen. Mm-hmm. So for my bad song, Matt, it's uh, it's uh, food related, and food related means it's you know restaurant related. And sure. uh, restaurant-related means, you know, waitstaff-related. And I really can't believe uh, neither of us have used this uh, group for a bad song because they got a lot of them. Really? There's Super Tramp with Breakfast in America. Oh, take a look at my oh. girlfriend. She's the only one I got. Not much
Right. Which was based on a movie. Yes. Uh, was it Alan Barkin who was in that movie? Alan? I don't remember. The movie was a little bit... The movie was a little more disturbing than the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> not quite as lighthearted. But the TV show, I, I it was funny you, you played that because I was going to and then forgot to up, find and upload audio of... Uh, Give my grits. <laughs> Hello. That's right. Polly Ho- Holiday. Right. Polly Holiday. Show. I used to watch it all the time. Yeah. Theme from Alice. Polly Holiday, Beth Howland, Vic Tabak, and Philip McKeon, along with Linda Lavin. And it's sad that I know all those names. <laughs> so, what do you got, J Man? So I've got a song that he, well, this one is a, a not quite as connected, but he does mention a waitress in the song. So good enough, right? No, good enough. Sure. Especially when it's Warren Zevon and Lawyers, Guns, and Money. Oh, Jesus. I love this song. Waitress or two, and in his time. I bet he did. <laughs> Thoughtfully provided to him by one Mr. Vladimir Putin. Yes. Oh, Michael Flynn getting a little Russian carry out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh, Ellen Burstyn. Oh, was Alice. it? Okay. And Alice doesn't live here anymore. Yes. Oh. I wasn't that far off. <laughs> no. You were close. <laughs> then. So it is uh, It is National uh, Waiter Waitress Day. Yeah. Or, or now it's been um, feminized, J-Man, or politically. Politically correctized. It's now National Wait Staff Day. Wait Staff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
That's great. Sure. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, when we're talking about uh, waiters, waitresses, and stuff like that, about tipping, Matt, where do you stand on yep. on tipping? Well, we can get into the amount, but everyone should do this. Make sure to try the veal and tip your waitress. I'm a lima. <laughs> a little public service announcement from Phil Diller. Yeah, Phil Diller. Hadn't heard from him in a while. No. Well, of course you should tip. A lot of people, there's, you know, there's some real just cheap-ass people who don't tip. Not there. Oh, I know. And I'm I'm a tipper. I like to tip. I'll tip big sometimes. I do too. So does Schmoop. Big tippers here. Yeah. And I'm not one of those people who uh who looks at the ticket and 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 does the math on, you know, the amount minus go ahead and tip on the total amount. I don't even look at the total amount. I just yeah, whatever I'm feeling. Well, I like to round it up somewhere. Like if it's, you know, if it's $10.50, you know, here's 15 There you go. Nice even number. Sure. Yeah, that's a good tip right there. If uh, Schmoop or I order a pizza, yeah, if Schmoop or I order a pizza, uh, they're not walking away from here with less than five bucks. Yeah. Yeah, and I noticed somebody, uh, well, I brought this up on Facebook this week, and I believe it was Raquel who said, pizza places charge for delivery so I don't tip. Well, the driver doesn't always get get that. No, exactly. Or they take that and they, you know, take that and they spread it among everybody there or they just for gas or whatever. I think you should go ahead and tip the driver, even if they charge for delivery. Yeah. They're not but the if, ones if the driver for does, delivery. The pizza if, company is. Yeah. Right. If if they do charge, like the like Pizza Hut here in town charges $2 for delivery. Yeah. And they say yeah. that it does go to the driver. Mm-hmm. In that case, you know, you know, maybe, you know, if somebody doesn't tip, that's, you know, at least he's getting something. I wouldn't care. Even if it went to the driver, we would still tip five bucks. Yeah. And then people out there, well, you know, I've delivered pizzas for a few years in college. I know. And uh, it it was, it never failed, Matt. If I went to a really, really, really nice house and (laughs) and they had, you know, you know, Cadillacs sitting in the driveway, they would always want their full change. Almost never did they tip. But if I went to just a just a rundown old shack with a you know nineteen ninety two Oldsmobile sitting in the driveway, boom, tip. Gold mine. Every time. Yep. Yep. Of course, there was that that trailer that I delivered to with the the two dudes who were uh, had a big <laughs> had all these bags of weed on the. 
my coffee table and they were both wearing jeans and no shirt and had guns in their belt. But, you know. <laughs> they, and there they was that one hotel to... room with the guy in the tidy whities J-Man. <laughs> there was that one, too. The guy, the old guy in tidy whities with a younger woman lying on the, on the bed invited me to come back. Uh-huh. After I got off work. <laughs> There's a tip right there, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And then there was the uh the high school girls pool party that I delivered to. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. What's this now? And then there was another one I delivered. It was a, at a uh high school girls like softball or basketball team. And uh I, you know, they ordered pizza, several pizzas, and got there, and they're they're gathering all their money, and they get all the money together, and they hand it to me, and tell me to keep the change, and just as they shut the door, the other door opens next door, and here comes some lady out. Money for the pizza because she was paying for it, and I thought, ooh. Here's a chance to make a lot. But I had to be honest and say, oh, well, they paid for it. They paid. Yeah. Because I know by the time I got back to the store, she would have called. Yeah, your driver stole money from this girl. <laughs> or even if she didn't, J-Man, it would have just been bad karma. That's right. It would been. It was the right thing to do. you got to be honest with people. Yeah. Working at the beer man about six or seven years ago, this chick came through. She got a pack of smokes, drunker than hell. She drove off without her change. It was like 14 bucks and something. I left it there for two weeks. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen her since. So, Well, I took it after that, but I left it there sure, on the desk. Yeah. You attempted. You tried to do the right thing. She just wouldn't cooperate. Yeah. Nope. Try to help these people out, and they won't do it. Yeah, and I noticed a lot of people when I posted that on Facebook, a lot of people talked about how it, it kind of made them angry to see the tip jar at, a, say, a Starbucks. Like that. And I kind of get that, but at the same time, those those folks at Starbucks have to put up with the idiots who come in there with their long-ass stupid orders, too. <laughs> And a lot of people are like, oh, I'd never tip fast food at the drive-thru or something. I'm like, well, what about the beer mine? Would you tip at the beer mine? They probably wouldn't, Matt. Oh, no, they wouldn't. But I'll tell you what. Um, the customers we have, I mean, we get jerks and everything. And and not, aside from the tipping, not just idiots. But, uh, oh, my God. There's some weeks I'll come home with, uh, not come home because I spend it while I'm there. Um, 50 bucks a week, <laughs> easy. Nice. And I'll, t- and I'll tell you what, around Christmas, every Christmas, uh, the last three or four days, three and a half, four days around Christmas, I'll make 150 bucks easy in tips. Oh, sure. People in, you know, in the Christmas spirit. Yeah. And I used to give that money around the Christmas time to my son, but I don't do it anymore. But, you know. (laughs) 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 
it's still there. Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Very unfortunate. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, yeah. I get all the fresh tomatoes, all the fresh tomatoes I want all summer. And as you know, I get banana bread. Let's see, I've gotten a case of mustard. I don't know why. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. well, I used to get offered, when I delivered pizzas, a lot of people offered me a beer. That happened all the time. Hey, oh. you want a beer? And at first I didn't take it, but then the... the or super or boss was like, Dude, take it, take the beer, bring it down here, put it in the cooler, take them home. <laughs> it's free beer. I'm, oh, you think about that. <laughs> well, there's, there's this one guy who comes through the beer mine and he always wants to give me a tip. He'll come through. Hey, you want to hit this? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever offered me drugs. And nobody ever, other than the old man and the tiny whiteies, ever offered me sex. No. So every story you've ever heard of the delivery guy, yes, lots of women would answer the door in, in their skivvies or in a towel or something like that, but they never, ever invited me inside. Very unfortunate. Yeah, no. <laughs> so. and know. But... This whole thing, this whole discussion about tipping, we got we as we were doing our show prep yes. this week, we discussed it and we talked about uh, carry out if they bring the food to you, and then we talked about the old uh, Sonic Drive-In and the car hops. Right. And that led to something to a pretty interesting little conversation, didn't it, Matt? It certainly did. And ladies and gentlemen, here is J-Man interviewing. Jerry, I believe his name is, from Sonic Drop-Through in Redneckville, Arkansas. Uh, let, me, let me let you speak to your manager there. Okay. We're going to get a manager downtown. <coughs> this is Jerry. Can I help you? Oh, hey, uh, this is J-Man with IWS Radio, and we were having a discussion about tipping at restaurants okay. and carry-out. And we were wondering about, do, do people normally tip the car hop at Sonic? Do they expect to be tipped? How does that usually work? Um, it's up to the customer, but, yes, I do work for tips. They do. Okay. Are they like paid minimum wage and then, you know, tips? Well, they're paid, by, they're, they're paid under minimum wage, but if they don't make enough tips to make minimum wage, they still get paid minimum wage. I mean, we. That's very nice of you guys to do that. But uh, we don't pay them the 286 an hour that the state and federal government allows us. I mean, they're paid up close to minimum wage, but they do make a little under minimum wage. But, I mean, yeah. you know, on an average, my car ops average, I mean, with tips and everything included, they average anywhere from 10 to $15 an hour. They they do really well. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. So, I mean, we don't, you know, we don't take the big break that everybody's Things that we do, we're not paying them 285 an hour like Colton's or Dixie Cafe or anything like that yeah. because, you know, that's an you just can't. To be honest with well, you, well, that's just crazy. I mean, you know, because 
you know, they have their good days and they have their bad days. You know, I got car ops that make sure. some days that only make ten bucks a day, and some days they'll make fifty. So yeah. we just kind of, you know, gives us a little break, allows us to run with more car ops. If we mm-hmm. pay them a little less an hour, we sure. can have more car hops. They don't have to work quite as hard, you know. So, I mean, we're not really getting a break on the end of the deal because right. basically what we did is we paid a little bit less to staff an extra hop to where they don't have to work as hard. That's right. kind of what we did. And you can, well, that you, you can get stuff out to the cars faster and better yeah, service. Exactly. And people, exactly. And people will tip more with that kind of service. Exactly. And the plan. faster the orders go out, the better better tips they make and the happier my, my girls are and, and my guys, for that matter. I've got guys right. and girls both car hops, so. And, you know, the roller skating deal, that's kind of optional, too. If they want to roller skate, they can roller skate. If they don't, they don't have to. And, you know, we just kind of leave it up to them. I don't push yeah, them on that either. It's dangerous. The, the, the roller skating yeah. always seems dangerous to me. Well, it's, it, it's all about how good a skater they are. And, you know, obviously the ones that are on roller skates tend to make better tips. So, you know, car hops. Okay. The roller skate usually average about a dollar an hour more in tips, and and it kind of motivates them to want to do it, even if they didn't want to in the beginning. And you know, it's kind of one of those deals. But it's it's an awesome job for people to start out and have. I've got actually people here that support their family on car ops. You know, that wow. that make a good enough living. They they're you know single moms live on their own and and do really well. Just depends on how good a well, server we- they are. Yeah, we're all about supporting the single moms here. Oh, you bet. Uh, okay, well, thank you very much. Uh, very you very You bet. You have a good day. Wonderful. Thank you. You bet. You too. Bye. All right. Outstanding. Learning a lot here on IWS Radio. I know. Most people did not know, and I did not know, that uh, Sonic car hops get paid below minimum wage. Even though they don't get paid, you know, bullshit two eighty six an hour like Dixie Cash, yeah, which is legal. Colton, yeah, right. but it's still an outrage. Yeah, it is. In fact, Jay Man, following on the footsteps of this, after Colton's got called out, there was nothing else to do except call Colton's out. I gotta make one more sure. phone call since he took a shot. <laughs> Shots were fired. <laughs> Thanks for calling Colton's this Angela. Hi Angela, this is Matt with IWS Radio. And we were we're getting ready to do a show about tipping and whatnot and but I was informed by a, a manager at Sonic that Colton's only pays their waitresses $2.86 an hour. Is that uh, true? Let me go ahead and get you a manager. Can you hang on? Sure. All right. Hang hang on, sir. Sure. And we're holding. And we're holding. And we're holding. That will be holding for a while. <laughs> 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 very, very uh-huh. unfortunate. Yeah. 
He didn't. He didn't want to talk to us. No. Very unfortunate. So anyway, now I saw a thing one time. There was an article about a uh, couple of restaurants that have uh, stopped tipping. They don't allow tipping anymore. They just they pay their wait staff, you know, like twelve or fifteen dollars an hour or whatever it is, and they yeah. They, you know, basically, you know, included it in the price. Right. And I was reading about it, and somebody on Twitter commented, they had to raise their prices 15%. And I said, and that's how much they recommend tipping, right? And he goes, it's not the point. Well, actually, it is the point. <laughs> it is. That you just You know, for pay, normal you human pay the beings... And he was probably a person who does not yeah. tip. Probably so. But I was just saying, you know, you go to, uh, you know, you go to a place like Costco and you get, you know, all your stuff there. And, in, you know, included in the price is the labor costs. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, what's the big deal? If you if they do it that way at a restaurant, too. Mm-hmm. And if. If okay, you, thanks. ladies and gentlemen, would like to chime in on the uh, etiquette of tipping, you can always call in on the tipping hotline at 661-244-9852. Unbelievable. That's right. 286 an hour. Really? <laughs> Especially in a place. In a, yeah, in a place that serves cheap food. And they, you know, in a town like this with a bunch of tightwad bastards who, you know, I mean, let's just be honest. There are, you know, this is a very, very conservative Republican place, and and Republicans think that uh, everybody but themselves are overpaid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they they get furious. They get furious if they find out somebody makes a decent living. It just it just makes them so mad they can't stand it. <laughs> <clears throat> Now, I got a cousin lives up there in Kansas City. He worked at Costco, and they pay him $18 an hour. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't making that much money. Give me a break. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. They get upset about it. I know. What, uh, it's just you know, about time. It's just about time for something big, Matt. Unless you had something else. Well, yeah, uh, this is about two minutes. It'll take us right in there, J-Man. You know where they pay okay. their waitresses and waiters a fair price? <laughs> where? At the Latte of Shalot. Are you the artistic creative type that demands as much elan from your morning coffee and pastry as you demand of yourself? When you break the fast-paced staccato of your arduous workday to enjoy a light lunch or top your evening off with a full dinner, do you long for that sui generis type of culinary experience? Well, sojourn no longer and come visit us at the Latte of Shalot Cafe and Bistro. Hello, Sinjin Burke, owner of the Miami Valley's newest and most eclectic eatery. The Latte of Shalot 
specializes in fresh-baked pastries, European and upscale American cuisine. We offer the finest array of imported beers and wines, as well as the most complete selection of coffees, teas, and of course our specialty, the world's most complete menu of lattes. If you are one who hungers for beauty, not only in life, but in your dining experiences as well, come to the Latte of Shalott Cafe and Bistro, where you will eat like royalty and be treated like the poet that rests within your soul. And speaking of poets, not only is the Latte of Shalott a place to enjoy the whimsy of a fine repast, it is also the proud and singular sponsor of poetry and such with Paul Pyatt on the IWS radio show. And as Paul Pyatt would say, while traveling down the road less traveled, stop at the Latte of Shalott Cafe and Bistro and feed both your soul and your body and tell them that Paul beseeched you to patronize them. This is Sinjin Burke and I hope to enjoy your presence anon at the Latte of Shalott Cafe and Bistro, located in the cozy heart of downtown Yellow Springs, Ohio, next to Ha Ha Pizza. There you go. Excellent. <laughs> Sounds like a wonderful place. You know, there's there's another yeah. restaurant, Matt, that uh, staff a living wage. And that, of course, would be Poncharella's Taco Bella. <laughs> exactly. Damn right. Unfortunately, I couldn't. I couldn't find the audio. I thought I had that audio somewhere, but. <laughs> oh my God! I did want to mention Poncharella's Taco Bella. Hello. <laughs> oh yeah, good times right there. <laughs> Offering you Mexican Italian cuisine. That's right. Come on in and roam around the salad bar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, Vera oh, Cruz man. on in and Roma around. Wake up, buddy! Wake up, buddy! We got we got some drinking to do. It's time for the good, the bad, and the subsidy. Yes. You got anything yummy for us? about this segment this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's so that Schmoop. Well, I admire your honesty. I admire well, your see, honesty. You yeah, I try to be honest. Schmoop you know, told me to lie about it and say, hey, I'm you. drinking this. No, I couldn't do that, J-Man. Right. You could have just come up with the name of a beer and opened a can of, you know, Milwaukee's Best there and or Old Milwaukee okay. or whatever it is you drink. <laughs> yep. Uh, here you go, Jamie. Ladies done. and gentlemen, here you go. Uh, I'll give you a uh, report on this. 
as I open up my Milwaukee's Best Light, let me take a taste. <laughs> taste the mm. same. Not bad. <laughs> nice and cold. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've run out of things at the beer mine, and then I, I forgot to ask Moop, hey, could you go through Kroger and try to find me something? Yeah, I didn't ask her that. Well, you know, J-Man, I'm in charge. My mind's all over the place. Oh, sir. Oh, sure. Sir. So, ladies and gentlemen, well, let me give you a report on Milwaukee's Best Light. It's delicious, and it's inexpensive. <laughs> and it's inexpensive. It's a good value. It is a good value. <clears throat> well, what do you got? I did my I did my job this week and I have something. Oh my god. <laughs> and uh I uh I was uh I was uh in my well into my thirties before I ever actually tried this. And it was at a uh, Japanese restaurant in San Antonio called Kobe. Uh where uh everybody else was getting sushi and I was getting cooked fish. Thank you very much. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, I said, hey, I'll have some sake with my oh, fish. Really? Give it a try. And yeah. So I have a bottle of Oziki sake. It was on sale for half price at uh, Express Liquors on the bypass. And, so, <laughs> and it is 16 or 18. I can't really... Read it. Percent alcohol. Ooh, whoa. And it smells, smells kind of liquory. Mm. So we'll give this a try. Hmm. That's an odd flavor. Odd how? Yeah. I, I don't. It, well, it's a very. It's got a little aftertaste to it. It's very. It ta- it's very alcoholic. Very alcoholic. <laughs> and it's not very good. It's not that good. It's wow! Not. I really thought this was. I loved. I loved the the sake I had uh, there. I don't know what kind they had. It's harsh. Oh, well, those Japanese can be very harsh. Can be. Look at what Shochan did. He broke his leg and shaved his head. Come on. Yes, he did. He shaved his head out of shame. Exactly. So, well, anyway, that was a disappointment. Really, really, yeah. really, really alcohol flavor. I mean, it's strong alcohol flavor. Mm-hmm. Kind of licorice. A light, you know, just a little bit of licorice there, maybe. Sure. Hmm. That's kind of uncalled for. But what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Can't always be great. Can't oh, always be as good as old, or Milwaukee's Best Light or whatever. No, this is pretty pleasant. 
very um, <laughs> ward cleavers, very mild, very uh-huh. <laughs> very white American. Yeah. And it's cold. It speaking of, <laughs> and speaking of white Americans, uh, we said earlier yes. that we had uh, that Bobby, Bobby Kraft has thoughts on restaurants and eating out. And, I've uh, heard that about it. So yeah. Well, I I just want to say Drew Peacock had thoughts on eating out too, and I told him he wasn't allowed. This is that's wrong, wrong show for that. It, yeah, his <laughs> eating out would be a little different. <laughs> would be. So so take it away, Bobby. <laughs> hey everybody, Bobby Kraft here with Sharp Cheddar for IWS Radio. You know what? I can barely stand to go to restaurants anymore. Oh, yeah, it's true. I used to enjoy eating out all the time, but I just don't really anymore, and I got a few reasons why. I'll just share them with you. Number one is too much of a hassle. Ugh, you got to fight traffic. You got to deal with crowds. Half the time you have to sit and wait for a table. I don't like crowds, and I don't like waiting. It's always noisy. There's always kids running around wild and babies screaming and crying and parents pretending that they don't know who those kids are. And then they have like really uncomfortable booths or tables and the chairs aren't comfortable and the table's too small and it's just annoying. Plus, number two, let's be honest, the service usually sucks. Now, of course, I'm just talking about around here. And around here, we only have a couple of places where you can go sit down and be served. But at those places, eh, the service leaves a little bit to be desired. It's usually slow. Most of the time, the server's either kind of rude, or they're just trying too hard to be Mr. or Miss Personality. And then, they either come and bug me every two minutes and won't leave me the hell alone, or I can't find them. If I need a refill on my soft drink which they probably charge for the cheap bastards, or a refill on bread or something like that. Number three, the food usually is below average. Now, you know, I'm a pretty decent cook. I mean, of course, I cook things the way I like, obviously, cooking for myself. You know, when I go to a restaurant, I just can't seem to get the steak done the way I want it done. Most places tend to overcook the steak, and I just can't convince them that, you know, they don't kind of cook it so long. And the food, it it just never really blows you away. You know, it's never really like, this is awesome. You know, sometimes the food's even cold. That's an outrage. I'm like, what do I want? Why would I want a cold steak? And number four, most importantly, it is entirely too expensive for what you get. You know, like I said, you got a below average cold steak. You got kids screaming. You got noise. You got people annoying you. And they charge the heck out of you. I mean, it's way too expensive for the quality of food you get. They can't justify those prices, so I just don't go. When I'm on vacation, though, I like to go places for lunch. That's a little secret for you. A little tip. You go there for lunch, you get the same food at a lower price. How's that, huh? Then, of course, at night you can just do something smart like, I don't know, go to Waffle House. That's where you ought to go all the time anyway. For IWS Radio, this has been Bobby Kraft, and I brought that cheese this time. This is Rock and Roll Radio. Stay tuned for more rock and roll.
he's in a bad neighborhood. He's doing that. Well, or quit eating on the African savanna. He might be all right. You know, he could find a better restaurant. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. Let's see if he wants that sake. Whoosh, that stuff's bad. <laughs> or as Sean Connery said, and it still sticks in my crawl, Sean Connery in an ep- in a movie, a, a James Bond movie, referred to it as sake. I didn't like that to this day. It drives me nuts. Referred to referred to what? He referred to Saki as Saki. Oh, oh, I like Saki. That was the line. And we want to give a shout out to the UK restaurant promo who retweeted our uh, our show. That was nice of them to do. Excellent. Okay. Account to help promote UK restaurant industry. Yeah. And that is the United Kingdom, not the University of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to you have to tell because not every University of Kentucky fan goes, "Really, we have a University of Kentucky restaurant promotion? That's brilliant." No, it's the United <laughs> Kingdom. And if anyway. people would like to call in on the um, United Kingdom hotline at six six one two four four nine eight five two, and tell us about their dining experiences, they could do so. Have you ever have you ever eaten at a really one of those really really fancy restaurants? You know, jacket tie required type places. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, that's great, Matt. Thanks. Toilet right. talk. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Tiny head. Oh, wait a minute. We have this right now. Toilet talk with tiny head. Smoop! You know, that's really not fair. Smoop! What? My head is small. Well, you make fun of it. (laughs) I don't make fun of it. We celebrate it. It's sexy. Mm -hmm. Tiny heads are sexy. Tiny head with a big brain. That's right. <laughs> okay. And you don't have to worry about the Jacksons coming after you because they like to get big heads and shrink them and trade them as Christmas gifts. Uh-huh. Go away. <laughs> How y'all doing? Good. <clears throat> Wonderful. How you doing, Smith? Oh, good. Good. Have you had any uh, good or bad experiences at a restaurant? Uh, nope. Okay. When was the last time you? When 
was the last time you went to a restaurant, you know, a sit-down, <laughs> get See, served by this people? This is not my forte, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm thinking. Differently than I have been. I'm thinking. Well, no, because I went when I was in Omaha last Thanksgiving with Kelly and Allen. No. I don't usually eat in restaurants because I don't like to. You got a problem? Oh, yeah. What's your problem? I don't like to eat in front of other people. (laughs) (laughs) Weird. No, it's an anxiety issue, and you know that. (laughs) No, I don't. Could you describe um, what happened like uh, three months into when I moved in? No. About the sandwich? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he left for work one day, and I wasn't working that day, and I had a sandwich in front of me, and he came back in because he forgot his phone, and I went, oh, God, you know I eat now. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like to eat in front of other people. <laughs> Okay. Well, all right. I can respect that. <laughs> That's why people ask me at work, let's go out to eat. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I can't I just, It's an anxiety issue. I can't help it. Uh, I get it. I get it. I get it. I, get, I understand. You know, I know. You know, some of us have anxieties. Some don't. <laughs> but, I mean, you go to Colton's and get food and bring it home, right? Right. Yeah, I do the exactly. carry-out. Curb service, yeah. so I don't even have to go in the place. Awesome. You got to stop going there, J-Man. They only pay two eighty-six. <laughs> but I, But I, I tip, and I tip the person who brings it to the car. I know. Oh, no, we tip very well. I just don't want to go in. Yeah. It's a hassle. It really is a hassle to go in. I mean, you know, there's, it's, it's usually crowded and it's noisy and there's. I don't like people. Oh, I don't. Whoever they are. And I work in the service you know, you industry know the, and I really don't like people. Very unfortunate. Yeah, well. And like Bobby Kraft said, they either come by every two minutes and won't leave you alone or they never come back. Or they never show up. Exactly. Yeah, kind of like Brunhilda, J-Man. <laughs> right. She is a fixture there. Yeah. Who, if you're there for, you know, more than a few minutes by yourself, she will accuse you of not having any friends. <laughs> yes, exactly. she will. Exactly. <laughs> I think she even laughed when she accused me of that. <laughs> no, I really do Which have a friend. She never oh, laughed. You don't. <laughs> Hey, can I just sit here and have a cup of coffee? I'm paying for it. Mm-mm-mm. I used to have to go to fancy gatherings when I worked for a company and every Christmas, and you had to get all dressed up. And <sighs> Thank God there was alcohol. What's your point? It's just... It's not comfortable. 
Well, I don't know what you mean. It's not comfortable. We're talking about waiters and waitresses, honey. Oh, the waiters and waitresses were awesome. Okay. But it is. Okay. Well, we gotta we got to make a phone call because we got to take someone's order. Yeah, I suppose we do. Is that okay with you, J-Man? Yes. <laughs> and he'll be going, what? If he answers at all. This is riveting radio right here. It is. It is. Hang on, I got a car. Hello. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Bionic Bill. That's customer service right there. Hang on. I got a car. <laughs> I guess I'll wait on them. No. Brother. Why are they more important than us? Okay, let me finish setting you up here. My Son of a motherless goat. I can hear a word you're saying. <laughs> what are you doing? Okay, now I'm here. Now talk. What do you want from What do you want from Wendy's? We're going to be your what? waiter and waitress today. Oh, that'll be nice because the first three people I waited on ticked me off this morning. So I will have. Oh my! <laughs> I will have. Bill. I'm not. I'm trying to think. I need a uh, what they call it? one of those little crispy chicken. I think they're like a dollar twenty-eight or something. Oh, and boy. they. We don't care. What do you want? What do you want? And a uh, small vanilla frosty. Frosty. That's oh, it. J man. J man. You called frosty. it. You called it. J man. I called it. I called the frosty. You want a frosty and a chicken sandwich? Yeah, it's just a. That's a crispy chicken. They're the real little. Like a slider type thing. Oh boy. Oh boy. We got it. Okay. Mm. That's it? I love them. You don't want any That's french fried taters? No. <laughs> I don't I don't no. eat french fries. What? You could you could ask for you could ask for them salt free. Do what? For you. what? You could ask for them to be salt free. Salt free fries. Be healthy. No. 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 So you want a tiny crispy chicken yeah. and a uh, a vanilla frosty. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. That'd be a little gone. one. Just a little one. Oh boy. Yeah, because vanilla vanilla's better than chocolate. It is, you is know. it really? Yeah, it is. All that trust me. All that. Creamy Racist. whiteness. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you a story about that, too. <laughs> you need to move up to the hammer and hook up with Jamie Maple Leaf. Oh, my God. 
No, well, that can't be any worse. Do what? Go ahead, Bill. Oh, I uh, just going to tell you, the other night when I was uh, this um, black girl came through the drive-thru and she asked me if we had any Arizona fruit punch. So I went over and got the Arizona watermelon fruit punch. And I walked it over and handed it to her. The look she gave me, I could have burned off 20 pounds. Because uh, <laughs> I told her, I said, this is the only thing we got, Arizona, that says fruit. I said, the others are either the green or the half and half or the sweet. I said, those are all we got. So she, she took it. She won't be coming back anytime through Anytime soon, <laughs> will she, Bill? Thanks a lot, Bill. Did, did I what? <laughs> oh, for God's sakes, never mind. Yeah. Crispy chicken, small vanilla mm-hmm. frosty. Got it. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. Well, all That's right. all I'm good for. Okay, so should I, expect it, should I expect it hot or will it be cold? It'll be hot, but it'll be later. (laughs) Okay. Why is that funny, Bill? Uh, Okay. Your tip depends on whether the Frosty's melted or not, so. Oh, Oh my God. It'll be cold, dude. (laughs) Well, then the sandwich will be cold. We got scabbard, man. I'll hey, see what Bill, happens. We're we're okay. Off. Okay, it's it's probably a good time. See ya. Love bye. you, bye. <laughs> oh my god. Bye. Oh god. All right. <laughs> good thing I love him. Oh god. All right. <sighs> well, crispy chicken and a pasty. A small crispy chicken, no less. I know. Oh, brother. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to get what we bring in. And no. <laughs> and he doesn't eat French fries? What the hell's wrong with that man? I know, right? Oh, J-Man, get this. I think it was a week or two ago, Schmoop. Yeah. We offered to bring him Taco Bell. And he said no. He said no to Taco Bell. Who the hell does that? Nobody. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody normal. Jay, if I offered to bring you Taco Bell, would you take Taco Bell? Hell yeah. Exactly. Unbelievable. I always take Taco Bell. Oh, I know. Even if there was a risk of it, you know, adversely affecting me later in the day. Exactly. <laughs> Fast food always adversely affects me, but that's okay. Hey, did we play the uh, <laughs> Turkish consulate thing? Oh, no, we didn't. Hurry. Oh, fuck. Right hurry. Got to hurry. Hurry, hurry. Ladies and gentlemen, Turks suck now. Miami. Let's try this. Yeah. We're open from... 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Otherwise, I'm at the beach, baby.
başkan sorusunu. Alo. Hello. Uh, hello. Hello. Um, hey. Is this? Uh, this is Matt, and I was hoping to stop. I'm going to be in Miami this week, and I wanted to stop by the Turkish consulate, but I wanted to make sure I wasn't going to get choked or beat up if I did that. Uh, okay. How may I help you? Well, I just wanted to come and say hi, maybe do a little protesting, and then make sure I wasn't protesting you know, target. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't understand your uh, situation. Well, protesting the way you treated American citizens on American soil in Washington, okay. D.C. the other day. Yeah. Okay, so you should call them and go to Washington, I guess. Yeah, well, so you're not going to help me out? No. Oh, very unfortunate. Have a great day, sir. Okay. Bye-bye. Well, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> about a minute and a half left. We want to thank everybody for listening. Sunday is Memorial Day weekend and uh, we'll do something if we think about it. So uh, anyway, again, thanks everybody for listening and we'll get you out of here with a little Blondie, Eat to the Beat. All right.
All right. All right. There we go. Yep. All right. And, um, so take Bill his uh, his Wendy's. I will. And ladies and gentlemen, in between somberly trimming your hedges next week in honor of Memorial Day, you can always listen to us next week, noon to two. That's right. That's right. Before you go out and buy that new mattress. <laughs> exactly. Somberly. Or that car that uh, Uncle Sam on stilts convinced you to buy. That's right. <laughs> It'll be a very somber celebration next week or something. Yes. And happy anniversary to uh, Kelly and Al, Jay, man. 28th anniversary. Crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, then. Well, Bye, everybody. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah.